podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet podcast for Saturday, 9th of January 2021. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. How are you doing? All right. Pretty damn good. I just seen, I don't know if you had seen this meme, and I'm sorry if everyone has seen it and it comes off really boring. Somebody put up saying, is it is it just ironic or is it just me that's seen that 2020, the year following it, is it 2021? Like as if it defeated everyone the following year. Yes. It's <laughs> taken it up like it's 2021. One, yeah. yeah. John lost. <laughs> yeah, that's a John nil. What didn't he lose? Was there a fucking betting picks last week? Andy, I was, good. So, I was so confused when you sent me two for two. Even you actually put up two. I was like, well, where's your other two bets? It's only now that I've realised your games were postponed. They were postponed, yeah. Such is the nature of picking low league football in the United Kingdom. You run the gauntlet of the game getting called off. Um, but no, void games are fine. No damage done. Yeah. They're not losers. And it was precisely why I tried to, I think I did deliberately go outside the UK for my, my banking value because I was pure terrified because I could just see the weather coming in. I was like, oh, this, this is going to kill so many games. going to be it, man. Uh, I mean, your 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 picks were, were, the Dundee pick was a standout for me. That was an, a tremendous pick that you did. I'm starting positive. It's going to be a little, a, like, old sandwich of positivity because at the end of what was a really good week, but I've got some slating to do in the fucking midsection of we'll this get, section. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, in Lisbon, Sporting versus Braga, a goal in the second half was one to four. Sporting Lisbon won two 0 Both goals were in the second half. First one was sixty two minutes. Very safe for me. See, as long as I got a goal before seventy, I never panic. However, I do think I was wrecked by this point, so I only seen the full time score. So I wasn't even bothered. Yeah. It was just yeah. a super cooking. Never in doubt. Uh, as as we've mentioned already, my game was Albion Rovers versus Queen's Park. That was postponed. So avoid on all slips. Uh, and mine was UV versus Udinese. And not even Kevin and his magic lasagna can stop the UV train at the moment. He uh, UV won three one. Um we thought we'd been paid out actually. UV um Juve went down 1-0 early in the game, but then it got voided off for um, a handball. I Actually, it was a handball. It definitely yeah. was a handball. And Aaron Ramsey also got a handball given in that game, so they must be pretty hot in handballs. And I don't know if maybe it's Italian football has slightly different VAR rules, but it seemed a harsh handball, the second one, as opposed to the first one actually being a, do you know a what, hand. Do you know what annoys me, right? The Ramsey one is never a handball and it's puff, right? Ever. Mm-hmm. And it never has been, it never should be, and it never will be again once they fix these rules. But... See if you're the Udinese player that goes on and scores the goal. You shouldn't let your teammates and coaches celebrate because he deliberately pams the ball in front of him. So he Uh knows that all he's done is let 40 members of staff celebrate a goal that he knew himself was definitely 100%. Always going to get chopped. Not even disputed, Andy. Doesn't he bounce down? He pushes it away from himself and then attacks. I'm like, you're an asshole. You should just stop there and go, there's no point in me continuing this attack because it's going to get called off anyway. And then explain to people. But honestly, yeah, I was like, uh, you've got you've got to se- you've got to celebrate though. You've you've got to you've got to, you've got to play a convincing though. story. He, he, he gave it a wee one. He gave it a wee one, and everyone else jumping about. But he's obviously not said to anyone that it's going to get chopped off because all the players yeah. are like what? And they're like, hey, well, it's I remember playing football as a kid, right? Talking like under under twelves, under thirteens, under fourteens, etc. 
Uh, and sometimes the pitches you'd play are in Glasgow. John, you, you'll be well, well aware of this. They didn't have nets in them. It was just the, the <laughs> goalpost frames. And we were always told if you, if you missed and it went really close to the post, just celebrate anyway. Ref might give it. Always <laughs> like, oh, playing a part. <laughs> Do you guys not remember the, the Watford-Reading game from about 10, 12 years ago in the Championship? Post goal. The, 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 the post. goal that went the other side of the post? Yeah. Yeah, there's one in the German leagues as well. A header that happened maybe two or three years ago in the Bundesliga that, that went the wrong side of the post Under and the ended net. up in the net. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that, I mean, this one never even hit the net. I went over a goal. And this one was just like the lines and flagged from the other side saying to the ref, oh, it's definitely went over the line. Yeah. And the refs went, oh, there's a goal. Aye, but it didn't go in the net. The net. Like, in the net. See, the, yeah. the, the, the fourth official could they argue that uh, he's not wrong. It did go <laughs> over the line. It's just not the right line. The worst one for them was a Dundee United Partick Thistle game at Fur Hill in the early 90s. Uh, this is when goal, goal posts used to have stanchions um, as opposed to the posts behind the, yeah. with, with the string holding the back of the net up. Paddy Conley for Dundee United smashed the ball into the net and it went in and it's hit the back stanchion and come back out. And the ref didn't give it as a goal even though when the ball came back out, a Partick Thistle defender picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's some quality referee get, in there. We didn't. We didn't even get. We didn't even get a penalty. <laughs> like it's, it's an absolute mess. You can you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Paddy Conley goal against Partick Thistle. Like it'll be. Ha- have a look at it. It's one of the weirdest bits of refereeing you've ever seen in your life. Because surely if it's hit the post, like the ref must have thought it's done. Yeah. The guy picking the ball up means it's now a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just it was it was just a shambles, and then I think they got a free kick. It was it was bizarre. We'll go from that shambles to Gordo's story. So my value pick is in La Liga. Real Madrid versus Celta Vigo. I took both teams to score. Real Madrid won two 0 Celta Vigo didn't even muster a shot that was blocked or went wide. They they had two corners. They had nothing. It was horrible. No shot. No shot. And by this point, so our cash out is up to about £350, £400, right? Oh, on the mega coupon. The mega, the mega coupon is on. We were, we were riding this like out. We've had a lot of good. We haven't had any really good fortune yet. It's just been good results. Like, it's not yeah. as if we were due something, right? And uh, I messaged Andy. I was like, see if this gets into tomorrow, right? The game that's stopping us is Barcelona Huesca, right? So it's my 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 outsider is a is a tough one to get. But by that point, you're about a grand cash out. If the rest of the thing's in, if you're thinking before that game, this is not coming in, you have an option, right? And it's not a or you know, it could be fifteen grand, right? It's there's a thousand pounds on the table there for your fiver. You have an option to take it. So I am I got on my turbo trainer, which is linked up to a telly in front of me, right? So what I did was I put Zwift on, which is like a cycling program, and I'm cycling around New York, and I'm watching this fucking game in my phone, right? And it's sitting about that height at eye level, right? And I'm doing a test on this thing to, to test power, right, on a bike. And I can see my power dropping, right? And I know it's because I'm angry at this game, and I can't stop the test until it's about, I was like, right, I'll just put it on at the same time. Like, so when it's finished, and by the end, my power is just shit, right? And I'm raging. And it's fucking like Celta Vigo. And I messaged Andy, I was like, I can't believe this has done us. And he just messaged me back with that picture of a strip I bought him three years ago, right? <laughs> Celta Vigo fucked him. 
and he was like, it's your turn now. I was like, <laughs> ah, finally, he got some justice for that. But it was, oh, well, it was so, so bad. Celta V, I hate them. They've, they've been involved in two of my most annoying moments in gambling it's, in the last terrible. four years. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just dislike them. Iago Aspas get taken off about 70 minutes, and that's the only guy that scores goals for them. And and he gets taken off. It's just in such a oh, it was all, it, it was one of the most frustrating games of football I've watched as well. It just yeah. either way, good week apart from that. Well, they're they pissed because they went and get scudded off Ibiza. Yeah, I too. Midweek, we obviously had a positive story for that because a Scottish midfielder scored in his debut for the Celtic first team, so it was good. But fucking awful, man! That the, the not not a shot on goal. Huesca have scored at them. Kadith have scored at them and won. Yeah. Uh, that's brutal, man. Maybe Real Madrid are better than I've given them credit for now because that's like six clean sheets out of seven. They've been, they've been okay recently watching that game. It, it, it's always amazing though, and I, I, I have probably talked about this. That's the problem with doing podcasts weekly is you end up back at the same story at some point. I've never <laughs> seen Karim Benzema do anything, right? Yeah. That man has about 600 games for Real Madrid, right? And I've never seen him do... He, he's never been like man of the match. He's never had a standout performance. He's just like existing he exists beside players that are better than him right and I watched him in that game again and there was some Real Madrid had some good moments in that it was the the young fella they've got up top I can't remember who he's um, the, 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 the guy is anyway he was looking better than Benzema he just he doesn't do anything I don't know he's got 600 games for the club he obviously doesn't complain <laughs> yes but, he's obviously in the gaffer's good side yes uh, boss like, con- con- contract renewals just he's the same just yeah. the same oh Andy, your value. I go for it. My value is great. It was Bremen versus Union Berlin. Union Berlin were six to four away from home, and they were two 0 up after twenty eight minutes. And that bet paid out within half an hour, and it ended two 0 as well. So Easy. beautiful. I love Union Easy. Berlin for that. They go two 0 up so many times on Bet three six five. It's like taking, like it, it, when you're back start with them. fast, man. Yeah, yeah. Union start fast. They have given it away a couple of times this season and then got involved in some real scraps later on in the game. But this one was an easy 2 now When Bremen are rotten, I'll be backing against them this week. Again. I, looked at, I looked at the thing you picked for this week. It's a, yeah. Um, and my value that came in was on the Sunday, it was Spezia versus Verona. A game that did give us a bit of a bit of time in between where we think, oh, this might not be good. But Verona had two goals chopped off in the first half when they were playing. And then uh, Spezia went down to 10 men. And Verona, Verona got the win. So Verona, deser- Verona deserved that win yeah. for all the chances and the disallowed goals and that would have been a travesty if they hadn't won that it was a, it was a good pick it was a good pick and uh, did you see the, the result last night? Spezia not Verona no Spezia won away at Napoli with 10 men Napoli yeah yeah so that's put uh, that was the late uh, game yesterday and, yeah there's, there's been Italian I, football on from like we'll that later on. every day yeah we'll definitely come back to that one Gordo because I hate right. that pick of yours Good. <laughs> and speaking of hated picks, John. My outsider, Dundee versus Hearts. I think this game, see if I could play back my recording, this game went exactly as I expected. Yeah. However, I, I am totally on Robin Nielsen's side that Stephen Naismith is an arsehole, right? But that is a stonewall red card red 30 card. seconds into a match, if ever I've seen yep. one. That guy has no intention of going for the ball at all in that tackle. He's lucky he gets a toe on it when he then catches Naismith like midriff on the way down. Yeah. He's like, 
oh, Naismith's nice already on the way down. It was like, aye, so that meant he get booted in the stomach. <laughs> it, was the, it was the most bizarre decision that I'd ever seen. But uh, Dundee United just then pretty much dominated the exact same way I thought they would. I, I really, wrong, I, wrong, I, wrong team. Wrong team. And I need to point that out. But Sorry, yeah, go ahead, John. Three one, three one. Can I argue with that? We attended free shot. Very good, great, great pick, great pick. My outsider came in as well. Um, twenty one to ten, so better than two to one for Augsburg to win away at Cologne. Um, similar to Verona, actually, uh, Augsburg had two disallowed goals in this game before eventually taking the lead for the third time, and it's sticking. Um, and and winning one nil in a game that, that seemed actually pretty comfortable. Um. Uh, a 1-0 was always going to do it against Cologne Cologne are, are not good at all uh, so two outsiders in this week pretty damn good decent and uh, my outsider uh, another close close game for us Huesca dominating Barcelona no, not at all um, So, but I had taken Huesca Barcelona as a draw this would have been the last game for the Mega Coupon had we not been Vigo'd um, <laughs> it was uh, a 1-0 win for Barcelona but a rather convincing 1-0 it win was Huesca. a 1-0 hammering Huesca didn't muster Anything until the last Anything. 10 minutes. That, um, that's and what then the last 10 minutes, they, they, they had a couple of counterattacks that I thought they were going to catch pass on. They got back into it. Um, and, and like they got back into it. And I would never say it did look like clinical, but they, they, they were getting further up the pitch. But Andy sent us a stat at half time, which was that Huesca had had. Basically, he could have just said this game was being played by Barcelona and Huesca were part of the pitch. Because they weren't, they weren't getting throw-ins, they weren't getting corners, they didn't have any possession. Um, but yeah, in Barcelona last night, got into a game with Bilbao. That, I was kind of hoping for more of that than than you know a one 0 trouncing. But yeah, so um, it, it was my four to one shot was was nowhere near in the end. And then charity this week at twenty twenty one, the year of charity. A winning start to the charity treble. Gotta love it. If I called the Dundee game correctly, I 100% called the Spurs game. Oh, Spurs game, yeah, definitely. Like, I think there's going to be games this season where you can really tell when leagues are going to be taken apart by somebody and when they're not. And a team who doesn't give them any chance to open play is going to be that. So there's a lot lot of teams I've got in my my, my arsenal to pick against when they're away from home. That I can see them getting really done against. So I'm looking forward. I, I can't remember. Have Leeds played away at Leicester yet? Because that'll be the next time that appears. Really confident that type of game as well. Because I don't know. Imagine Jamie Vardy against a team that insists on committing to attack. Yeah. It's like a hat trick. Signed, sealed. That's the way. But yeah, Spurs, Spurs won very convincingly. Leeds, very predictable. But they'll stay up. They'll buy better players. They'll be even better. I, I, no one's arguing that Leeds are Leeds are still fantastic to watch, even when they're getting beat three 0 right. like During that game, they were much better for, on the eye than Tottenham. Like it was, they were more entertaining for the entire game than watching Tottenham. But Tottenham won three 0 and that's what Mourinho does. So I don't think I've ever watched Tottenham, or not not Tottenham because Tottenham have been entertaining. I don't think I've ever watched a Mourinho team and been like, I. That's that was, fun. That, that was aye. enjoyable to watch his team in that game. Yeah, never. That's why nobody likes him. And that yeah. is why nobody likes him because unless you support the team he's managing, I mean, which is very often for us, never. It's yeah, never yeah. been the case. It needs to be semi. I need to be able to turn on. I wouldn't turn on a Spurs game. No. Under Mourinho because I'm like, 
Why Unless they're playing someone that might take them apart. Yeah, like the League, Cup. League Cup final. I'll watch that because yes. if Man City beat them again and they go another year without a trophy, it'd be fantastic to watch. Yeah. Andy? Uh, yeah, my charity bet didn't happen. Swindon versus Wigan. Postponed. Fine. Another fine with us. And then to, to complete the two of two uh, charity bet that actually ran this week, I had uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Armenia Bielefeld, a game that Andy didn't like, and probably rightly so, because it was 70 minutes. They got the win, but it took them 70 minutes to, to break down Bielefeld, who aren't very good, and their price was only 4-7. to seven. But that has Winner. secured us £27.90, I believe. Yep, go to Beats and Cancer Trust. We'll send go that money you. over as soon as possible. I just need to double-check what Paul's actual fundraiser is he's running just now, because there won't be a whole lot of like active fundraising like he done his 12 events two years ago. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine they're very much. Imagine anyone involved in that charity is very much not allowed out the house anyway. Yeah, yeah. So well, if 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 they if they aren't currently fundraising, we can certainly keep it and give them it to their next fundraiser or whatever they require with it. But it's their money, so yeah. they can take what they want. I mean, if we can give them twenty seven quid every week, we're basically getting knighted, right? Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> A part of sports personality of the year. That's what I'm. That's what they'll remove. They'll remove. No, no, no. no. Sports, sports personality of the year special award, so you can't yeah. win the actual one. Yeah. Let's move on to Saturday, the 9th of January, two thousand twenty-one. My banker is in La Liga. It is Atletico Madrid versus Bilbao, and I'm going for a goal in the second half, as Gordo would describe it, as the rather spicy odds of two to five. Because <laughs> there is no way, there is no way this should be those odds. This is an absolute banker that I will die on. I will die on this hill. Atletico Madrid have conceded in the second half of all their away games in all competitions this season so far. That's it. I don't even need. That's not just one goal, and that's just them conceding. They've also scored in second halves. They've also conceded more than one goal in second halves. This is an absolute stick-on. Atletico Madrid will be held 0-0 to half-time as well. So there's a couple of bets to look at. Draw half-time, Atletico full-time. But my banker is a goal in the second half for either team. It will definitely happen. 2-5 to five is far too good odds for this bet. It's coming in. 2-5 to five is two amazing. Five. Yeah. When was the last time you had a banker that was odds anywhere near that? Probably not. Generally in his value section. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look stupid because I've moved them around now. <laughs> oh, have you? Um, Andy. Okay. Yeah, my backers um, on Saturday, 2.30 p.m., which is German Bundesliga kickoff time. Leverkusen against Bremen. I'll take Leverkusen for a home win at odds of 5-11 to 11 right now. So just under 1-2. Um, I've spoken already. Bremen are, are bad. Uh, I'm pretty happy backing most teams against them, especially Leverkusen, who are third in the Bundesliga with 28 points. Um, Bremen have half as many. Um, they're in 14th place in an 18-team league. So they're they're struggling, and they're also just not good. Uh, Leverkusen have taken nine points in the last five games, albeit they've had a couple of 2-1 losses recently. I'm not that concerned. Uh, Bremen only have three points from the last five games in the form table. There's a big disparity in quality here. Um, and also league position. Um, and the fact Leverkusen are at home, I, I can see them winning this quite quite easily. I'm, I'm, all, I'm fine for that. that yeah. Another another game I can watch, which is 
you know, uh, one of my criteria for good picks. Yeah, how good is it that football is staying on though? I know. Wonderful. I think I would have broke down. Like I'm already gutted about being told I can't do things, but I would have been broken if football had to stop. I mean, and what would we, I don't know what I would actually do. Like my day is just filled with football games I, I watch live, games that are recorded to watch live because I've got an infinite amount of time to do stuff. Have you ever seen there's a brilliant Seinfeld episode where uh, George decides that uh, George and his partner can can no longer. Uh, take part in the activities that they choose to take part in and they um and he ends up being becoming really intelligent because his brain isn't consumed with it anymore <laughs> it's like he's like um it just jerry seinfeld is talking he's like he's got a head of lettuce and he's like this is your brain right and this bit is the bit you've dedicated to women and this bit is the bit you've dedicated to everything else and granted you have taken so much from this bit but this bit's now involved in the rest of your life. And he, and halfway through the conversation, George goes, I just remember where my retainer is in third grade. <laughs> and that just runs out of the room. It feels like that. That's maybe what would happen. Maybe I'd get really into Super League or rugby or something. Who knows? We'll come, we'll come back. And if there was another lockdown like that, we'd come back in a month's time and John would just be doing the show in Italian. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Channel 5-esque for the, yeah. for the, the, the coverage. Football is it. I... We'll round off the bankers this week with Rangers away at Aberdeen. A pick that John doesn't like, but Aberdeen's form of recent has been good, right? They, they, they have taken a good amount of points. They've taken 11 points from the last five games. They had a nil-nil draw with Dundee United that Andy can comment on. They beat St. Johnson 2-1, who haven't, have been okay. They drew with Motherwell, who haven't been great. They beat Kilmarnock, who have been mince. And they beat Ross County, who also haven't been fantastic. Rangers have beaten everyone that they've stepped up against in their last five games, including a win against Celtic. They didn't even need to play well. Like they didn't like after I watched watched the old firm Rangers were. It, there was no way that Celtic were getting anything out of that game after the twenty first minute. Like nothing happened for them that was positive after that. Um, I think one to three for Rangers is a is a good price. Aberdeen haven't got anything out of them against them in the last two games. Rangers beat them 4-0 at home um, when Rangers were at home. The last time they played away, Rangers won 1-0. I could see them winning this game 1-0. I, 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 Rangers have been fantastic over the last X amount of games. Their only blot on their copy sheet has been against St Mirren. Um, for, was so that, I, I'm, sure John, I'm sure John will have opinions on this. I, I don't necessarily hate it, but if I was picking a banker... I wouldn't be looking for something I thought was going to be 1-0. I'd be wanting something that could quite feasibly be 4-0. It could feasibly be 4-0. The last time they played it right, was 4-0. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you feasibly think that that's, there's a good chance that's happening and you're not sticking your banker on something you I think, think that's going to be one. most likely will be 1-0. It's a bit, it's a bit ropey for a 1-3 uh, shot. It's, it's early payout I, as well. I don't mind league. it. I don't, no. It's another one that... Yeah, makes, but you don't get an early payout at 1-0. I you get an early pair in 90 minutes <laughs> I, I just I just think um, certain teams have set the blueprint of how to play against Rangers now and it's been about five weeks since we played a good game since we really performed well and it's been kind of worrying because we've played some decent teams but we struggled against a Motherwell side who then had to sack the manager because of how bad they were mm. Rangers really struggled till about the 70th minute to get a hold of that game Still Aberdeen won lost against Motherwell 3-0 yeah yeah Oh no, there is. I mean, Aberdeen drew with Dundee United as well. So Andy, you could probably. I mean, Lauren Shankland had a shot that 
careered off the bar early on in the first time. This wasn't one of our normal games where we were shit and managed to get a draw. This was a game where we equally matched Aberdeen and we're not very good. Yeah. But then you also ran Rangers close, so it's hard. I just don't like... I'm really uncomfortable with the fact that like it's 1-3 for Rangers to go to Aberdeen and win because it wouldn't be that in other leagues. The team top mm. of the league going to third place would not be 1-3 away from home. I don't... I don't like the odds. That's that's if I was getting it in tighter, I'd maybe be inclined. But I tend not to bet on Rangers because it's just doubly sad if it doesn't come in. I would I'll bet on stuff in the game. I mean, I mean, it's going to be dirty. Let, let's look at it. You're talking is because you know we've got listeners to this podcast from all over the world, and, I, and I'm guessing a lot of them don't know the Scottish Premiership very well. It is one versus three, but Rangers have let in five goals all season <laughs> out of twenty two yeah, matches that. played. Yeah, right. Like you, you can't forget that. Right, they they have been dominant, um, and if you if, if you're letting in what less than a quarter of a goal a whole game, you're gonna win a lot of football matches. Yeah, especially because they've scored fifty seven goals across those twenty two games. Like, yeah. I, I guess because we see it every week, and you're obviously a fan, John, so you, so you're involved, and you probably pick up on where things could be better more than a neutral would. But Rangers yeah. are killing everyone in this league. I think one to three probably is a fair price. Um, probably, maybe, maybe you'd want neither one to two, but I don't think one to two would be unfair. Yeah, because because of those numbers, they've, just they've won twenty form. out of twenty two games. They're unbeaten. Yeah, it's it's if they are streets ahead of any team in the, the rest of the thing, and it's hard. Aberdeen like, are dropping points against Dross like Motherwell. Yeah, against Dross like Dundee United, they're failing to score against those teams. Yeah. So how are they going to score against a team that's only conceded five goals all season? Yeah, and they are missing Robbie uh, Ross McCrory, who's been playing most. He's been their for- best player. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's put it this way. I am pretty certain this isn't the worst bet you'll hear from Gordon <laughs> this year. Possibly such, such an episode. early start. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. John. So the values, I have moved my values around. I've swatched my value with Charity because that was the intention originally. I just hadn't sent them over in the right order. So my value is in the Scottish Cup. It's Kelty Hearts versus Stranraer. I'm taking their wayside Stranraer at 65. Stranraer have been a really good league form. Darrell Duffy banging in the goals at the age of 36 years old. Absolutely tremendous form recently. Kelty Hearts have won every game in their league and will win the Lowland League and probably will get promotion to the league that Stranraer are in. However, any time they've came up against anyone in the division above them or the two divisions above them in the League Cup, they have narrowly lost, and I think this will be the exact same. I think Stranraer will have too much for them. I think Stranraer will win. They're a really good pick. I think Kelly will also. I think both teams, to be fair, will be really pushing to get through in this because you're in the end with the big boys after this round. But I just think Stranraer will have too much. They're in top form. They're playing higher competition, whereas Kelly are studying teams like 4, 5, 6 now almost every week. I just don't oh. think they'll be challenged and I think they'll struggle. What odds did you say you were getting in this? Six to five. It's now 17 to 10. First and raw. First and raw. Oh. That's huge. What are they? Are, have they got players self-isolating? Have they got uh, nonsense on the go? I don't yeah. know because I've I, I seen it just before because I, I I take, I obviously take the mega coupon but decided to put it on early this week so I'm not scrambling about on Saturday morning or whenever it is. I, I, they're now out to 17 to 10 and Kelly Hart's at 11 to 10 if, if if nothing's changed I'm all in for a value pick that's almost an outsider 
Well, they are. I mean, that's because Kelty are eleven to ten. So I've no yeah, idea. I mean, an outsider as in, you know, your two to one range for a, for the weed weed classes outsiders. But seventy to ten. I mean, Stranraer have been been good. I mean, they've they've, they've played. So they've won the last three games without conceding a goal. Um, I like it. I like the pick regardless of the price. Yeah, I like it better the fact it the was, price is going just, up. It was just in case that Daryl Duffy was out isolating or something like that. And then you you you're into a different. Yeah, it's a question to be asked, and I will I will ask him like uh, but, more. But, but seventeen to ten though, yeah. spicy. Yeah, I'm sticking I'm sticking with it because I think the better side as well. But I think if they're missing somebody like Daryl Duffy or Rudy Payton, I might be a bit more hesitant. It's just that you've taken the be. concept of banker value and outsider this week and 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 went with I'm going to go banker, outsider, outsider, another banker, but it's in the charity <laughs> price wise. But yeah, hey, 17 to 10th, that comes in. Buzzing. I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. Aye. My value bet's Friday evening um, or late afternoon on Friday, so you might you have to be quicker off the mark with this one. 5.30pm in the German Bundesliga 2, so the, the Zweite Bundesliga. Heidenheim away at Sandhausen, and you'll get an away win at 13 to 11, so better than even money, which I think is an insanely good price on Heidenheim, who are 7th in the table, uh, 22 points. They're only seven points off top spot. There's a whole load of teams grouped around that 22-point mark, 23-point mark. Um, So they are very much pushing up the right end of the table. Sandhausen are in the relegation zone. They have 11 points. They've scored 12 goals, but they've let in a massive 31 goals through 14 games. They're they're bad and they're leaky. Uh, Form-wise, Heidenheim, 10 points in the last five matches. That's more than respectable. Sandhausen, only three points. Scored only three goals in that five-game period and conceded fifteen. This is a this is a team that are getting battered uh, and aren't scoring many goals and aren't gaining many points against a solid Heidenheim team. Um, but I'm I'm surprised you're getting better than even money for Heidenheim. I, I think there's plenty of value there. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Those three goals all came in one game. Yeah, by the way as well. Yeah. So they've went four without scoring since then. I like it. I like it a lot. Anything. Anything along those lines. Um, uh, so the pick that the guys don't like this week from me uh, comes in the value section, and it is Napoli away at Udinese. So I like this pick because Udinese's form has been not very good. When they've played really good teams, they've tended to crumble. I know Napoli at the moment aren't a really good team, but they do have very good players. Um so Udinese's form of recent has been a 2-2 draw with Bologna. They lost to, um, to Juventus, the game that I'd taken them against. They lost to Benevento 2-0. They drew with um, Cagliari. They drew with Crotone, who haven't been very good. And then prior to that, their form was was, was all right, but that, that's the last five games. Um, Napoli's away form has been okay. So they, they beat Cagliari 4-1. They lost to Lazio 2-0. They lost to Inter 1-0. They beat Crotone 4-0. Um, they beat Bologna 1-0. And, and then there's European games in there. So Napoli playing away have been quite good when they weren't playing against anyone who's a you know contender for the league. I think the odds of 5-6 or 6-7, 10-11 you can get here, um, are, are, are good in this instance. My only concern is last night's game. Uh, they, they lost to a Spezia team who were down to 10 men um, and they conceded the goal after uh, Spezia went down to 10 men but I watched the parts of this game that that, that, that matters and it was a it was a counter-attack when they were you know camped in in their box and the guys just ran down the other end and scored I, I like this pick because it 
it, it comes in another league with early payout. Um, I, I, I think Napoli will go on to win this. If they can get a fast start, it'll be it'll be better for them. That's when they've tend to do quite well. Um, and I know that the guys don't like it. This pick, John, I will let you uh, your rebuttal to this or precisely what you talked about with Spezia catching them on the counter attack. I watched the Udinese Juventus game, and although Udinese got pumped for one away Juventus, they were the better team for about fifty minutes. Like they really were. Udinese were catching Juventus on the counter. And we had a boy in our group chat, a football group chat, who was waiting on Juventus for 600 quid mm-hmm. and was getting 300 cash out. And I was like, let it ride for a bit because Juventus will take the lead. Mm-hmm. And then when Udinese took the lead, get chopped off, there's another couple of chances. And I was like, fucking hell, they're going to fucking fuck us up, man. They're yeah. actually going to lose this. I think Napoli will be the same. And Udinese being at home, they won't set up any differently. They'll let Napoli come on to them. Napoli will dominate the game. If Napoli don't get a goal, they'll get more frantic. I, I can honestly see Udinese getting a draw at this game. And that's what puts me off. Udinese haven't scored a goal in their last three home games. There's another, they, another reason. They don't have to, though. They conceded two to Benevento. That's a team that's I'm talking about to see if they change their style. At Benevento, Udinese have to be the better team and try and get points. Teams mm-hmm. that they can sit in and catch on the counter, it's a totally different ballgame. At Napoli, Napoli have got a good away record, to be honest, because that's Inter and Lazio are two of the better teams, although Lazio have been absolutely shocking recently. Um, and Udinese even beat them. Yeah. November. I just I just can see Udinese getting a draw, but you are getting good odds for a team who have won what seven of the last eight away from home in the league. Six yeah, the and have only and have only lost to teams that you would consider European quality. Like like yeah, and and Udinese aren't that. Like I I just think that getting even money for this is a is a good is a good spot to be in, and I think there's a kind of mental that. schedule in the Italian league. They were oh, playing yeah. on the third. They were playing on the sixth. A load of them are playing in the ninth, although albeit this game's the tenth, but still, that's the games are coming thick and fast. Yeah. I don't absolutely I, I, hate it. I just don't like it. I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it either. Yeah, there's some picks that you think out of all the world, if you were looking for value in every single fixture, I can't believe this is the one you think there's the most value in. That that's probably where that would fall for me. I don't I don't necessarily hate it as a bad pick. I think this week I could have picked about five bankers, but value it's like you get some weeks where you're like, I, yeah. I could do, I could do five outsiders or that, or, or, but this, this is where the value fell for me, and that's I've been okay in Italy of recent. I haven't, I haven't had any real scares there, so yeah, I am trusting the boys from from Napoli to do me, do me a nice win, two 0 After eight minutes, I'm I'm going for a speculative outsider in the FA Cup. Bristol Rovers at home to Sheffield United. I'm taking the home side, Bristol Rovers. Just because I don't think Sheffield United can afford to put out a strong side in this game. I think they're going to want players to rest up. After the schedule everyone just went through, I think he would be wanting a free week on the next round of FA Cups. I see this as like a hindrance to all managers that do this. They don't give a shit about the FA Cup if they're in the Premier League because it's where their job lies. Premier League safety, a week off in the next round of the FA Cup would be ben- would be beneficial to Sheffield United. I don't think they'll get to be deliberately knocked out, but I do think they'll rest their entire team. Um, Bristol Rovers you, are, are in good form uh, four out of five wins in the last home games I know they're playing in a low league I get that but I just think the confidence is with them and Sheffield United just don't seem to have any luck going their way and I don't think they'll risk any injuries playing at a low league side so I think it'll be a really weak inside I think 7-2 to two is really good odds for that and that's why I'm going with it Do you not think Sheffield United have just given up on the league? It feels like the do you know what it's the worst thing in the world right because I hate this because it is literally the laziest term in football but it does almost feel like players are waiting for who the next manager is because it's like, right, mm. well, 
he can't stay in much longer. But, I mean, I've never seen a team persist so much with one person, ever. But I I thought that they've persisted they've persisted with him this far. Are they not, have they not just basically intimated that they're just going to let them go down and he can bring them back up again? I mean, maybe, yeah, but then how many players do they lose? Or, or do you, do you, because, you know, the, the, the time to change your manager and try and stay in the league has passed. Well, not really, no, because if you get it in January and you can get some signings and I guess there's a, a monetary risk guy, there's like a, how much are we willing to spend to, to roll the dice on this? But they're probably not. I've said it for ages. I don't think they are. The side just starting eleven and persists with them for games, but he keeps changing the strikers around. Um, yeah. I, I, see, see this pick. I, I like it for your reasoning, but I worry that he might go right. We fucking need to get a win that may- somewhere here, and and this might be a good opportunity. Here's an the, opportunity. Play the full team. Or uh, Burke scored. Or McBurney scored. Brewster scored. They're now back in goal scoring form. Maybe we can do something in the league. That was my only hindrance. But do you know what? See, last week and and when they played against Crystal Palace, right? I was setting up my five team marker for my betting, right? And I was looking at it and I was going, oh, maybe they'll get a draw out of that. And I stopped myself on both of your advice. I'm like. I haven't won any games yet. What the fuck am yeah, I doing? Stop it. Crystal, stop thinking about that. Crystal Palace, and it was paid out. Yeah, it was paid yeah. out early because, the, and and there was no, you know, I, I just had this vision that Sheffield United might do something, and maybe maybe this would be. But again, John, ten to three for them to lose again. I know. Aye, all over it. All I over mean, it. it's very much a bet against them. I mean, I know very little yeah. about Bristol Bristol Rovers. I've been, I've been to a Bristol Rovers game a while back. They weren't very good. Uh, Gary Kenneth was playing for them at the time. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great wee day out actually. Uh, you remember them days out? They were they, they were, were nice. <laughs> they were, they um, were nice. But yeah, yeah Bristol like Rovers it. is a good uh, a, a good game to go to. Um, my outsider similar, John, except it's in Scotland. We've got Scottish Cup fixtures up here, um, round of thirty two. Airdrieonians versus Edinburgh City. I'm going to take an away win for Edinburgh City at four to one, which is obviously a nice big chunky price. Um, Airdrie are a division above Edinburgh City, so they're in League One, uh, Edinburgh City in League Two, both mid-table to top-ish. Um, the only reason that I, I'm, I'm taking this is the two teams played each other really recently in November 2020 in the League Cup, and it was at Airdrie, Edinburgh City were the away team, and they won that game 1-0. So it can be done, um, and I think 4-1 is quite a big price for that happening again. Yeah, I, I like that a yeah. lot, to be honest. Um, the only games I've really paid attention in Airdrie were the Dumbarton game when Dumbarton beat them 2-0 away and then when they fucked Cove as well as a wee bit pissed off at that. But they say to be a team that's really up and down. Edinburgh City seem flat out on form just now. Um, and I don't oh, think... I think, I, th- I think a 4-1 price for a, for you know a result that's happened last month or what, six weeks ago. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm, I agree. I think it's a really, really good pick. The other thing I will say is on the, the Cups, I will be doing my usual wild over one Over one and a half. Yeah. And all the games. So what I look out for, I'll quickly just say this, is any game that you get one to five or better for over 1.5 goals, take it. One to six even would be beneficial because once you get 20, you're talking about like, I think, what, 150, 200 to one. It's good odds. Good odds. Need a lot of goals, yeah, but yeah. It's... it's fun, mate. If a team takes the lead, you know that they have Aye. to push on. There's nothing else to play for. Yeah, it's just that one nil nil that's always in there. Oh, sickening. You need to have you need to have no now nows going into the last hour. That's that's yeah. the only way it's exciting. And the and the uh, it's even worse in cup games because you know that they know they can get something out of it later on in that. I'll <laughs> just come back and do it. No, I'll just win it now. Um, branding off the outsiders this week. I am in Spain. It is Sunday night. It is half past five, and it is Elche versus Getafe. Now, 
I'm taking a draw in this game based solely on Elche's last 11 games of which seven have been draws. Doesn't matter who they're playing against. Real Madrid, one each. Osasuna, 2-2. One each with Cadiz, who've been playing quite well. One each with Celta Vigo. Um, they beat Valencia um, 2-1 in, in one of their most recent ones. It was the only game where they've scored more than one goal in the first half. I just see this game being another draw. I mean, out of the last five games they've played, four have been draws and one was a 1-0 loss. Hitafi's away form hasn't been fantastic. They haven't been scoring goals. Um, they lost to Cordoba in the Cup. They lost to Atletico Madrid 1-0. They beat Cadiz 2-0 away from home and then they won in the Cup 2-1 before. They lost to Levante 3-0 who haven't been very good. It's For me, just looks like it's heading towards a draw. We've talked about this before in the podcast, how Spanish lower league football just seems to be consistent draws. Just nothing happens. Everyone at the end of the season alphabetically. Um, but it's it's Elche at home here are just drawing an absolute ton of games and you're getting 19 to 10 for it. So I um, actually I actually quite like this. Second oh. <laughs> that's that's rough. Imagine you liking a draw. That's I hate I hate backing draws, but I actually quite like this one at that price. Yeah. I think I, I think the I think there's a lot of value in a two to one price here. Yeah. And because, you know, if you look at the stand, I didn't even talk about the standings. They're both 16th and 18th, 17 points versus 16. 12 goals uh, for Hitafi have scored 12, conceded 17. Elche have scored 13, conceded 18. There's nothing separating yeah, these teams. And Elche are draw. Fin- there's a yeah. lot of value in the draw, in draw. two to one. So two to one, take it. That's good. Going on to the second charity of the week. So one for one so far. My charity pick is in the Eredivisie. It is Zwoll versus Alkmaar. I'm going for the wayside Alkmaar at the odds of 7-11. to 11. Um, Zwoll have been okay. This is 13 versus 15 in the league. There's not a lot separating them. However, when you look at the uh, home form versus away form, Alkmaar are the third best away team in the league, only behind Ajax and PSV. So they are very good away from home. Um, they were decent in the Europa League, but were unlucky to get drawn against a really good Sociedad at the time and a really good Napoli at the time. So they went out, they had a poor form in the Europa League at that point. They beat teams like Rijeka to get there. So they, they are they are a really, really good side. Um, one three the last five away from home, drew one, lost one. I just really fancy them. I think they're going to have too much. I love watching Dutch football when I've got a bet on it because you could easily add both teams to score in this game as well and Altmaar to win. But I just think Altmaar have too much for them. When I look at Zwolle's home games, they've played lesser teams at home already and still have an okay home record. But They've only got seven points from seven home games, seven goals for, seven goals against. Alkmaar are the third best team away from home, 19 points from a possible 27, scored 19, conceded five. So they don't concede a lot of goals for a team that don't score a lot of goals. And like I said, Zwoll have played a lot of their home games against the lesser teams in that league already. So I just think when they come up against an Alkmaar, they're going to be taken apart. But yeah, if you want to add your odds, add both teams to score because I do think there'll be goals in the game. Alkmaar will get a couple, definitely. Uh, my charity pick is noon on Saturday. It's in the German second division, uh, the Bundesliga Zwei. Osnabrück against Wurzburger Kickers. I'll take a home win for Osnabrück uh, just under evens, uh, 4 to 5 on about 3.65. Wurzburger Kickers are terrible. <laughs> Dreadful. <laughs> properly, properly bad. Um, they're bottom of the league, only five points from 14 games. Osnabrück are in eighth spot, but. I don't think we should talk much about Osnabrück. They're just, they're just, <laughs> no. like they're just, they're just United. This is it. Doesn't they're, matter. They're, they're, just, 
yeah, they're just a team that exists, right? Würzburger kickers have taken zero points away from home all season. They have one point from their last five matches overall. They're just bad. I'm amazed you're getting close to evens for a decent team playing against them at home. That's yeah, mental. Loads of value in this. No argument with that pick. I think it was one of the boys in the group posted midweek about uh, the kickers. Yeah, Freddie Quinn. Freddie Quinn. Freddie Quinn? Um, yeah, Freddie, I was going to mention him later when we talk about the Facebook group, but he mm-hmm. had a nice double on, on Leicester to beat Newcastle and Roma to beat Sampdoria as well. Um, mm-hmm. So Freddie's been on a bit of a roll. Uh, been on a bit of a tear. But yeah, but yeah kickers pick. are bad. Great pick. Um, and yep, charity. Uh, the, the end of the charity bet this week is... For me, Artemia Bielefeld versus Hertha Berlin. So, Hertha had a good week last week. They beat Schalke 3 0, but kind of anyone can beat Schalke. Doesn't really matter. If you put Kelly Hearts in there, like if, if, if they were playing Strun- instead of Strunar, they'd have a better chance, I think, against, against Schalke on their current record. Um, <laughs> so, the, so, yeah, I'm taking Hertha away at Armenia Bielefeld. Bielefeld's form hasn't been great. They've also beat Schalke, but they only beat them 1 0. Um, Bielefeld's home form, they've lost f- uh, five of their. Against good teams is the only thing I'd say about this. They lost against Busher Munch and Gladbach 1-0. They lost against a buoyant Augsburg 1-0. They beat Mainz 2-1. They lost to Leverkusen. They lost to Dortmund. They lost to Bayern. I just think Hertha are going to have too much for them, though. Hertha took a bit of a doing from Freiburg uh, in their last away game, but Freiburg have been really good of recent, uh, as we've covered. They've won four of the last six games. Hertha got draws against Mönchengladbach and Leverkusen. They beat Augsburg 3-0 uh, and they narrowly lost to uh, RB Leipzig 2-1. I think they'll have enough to beat Bielefeld. And I think getting even money for that is is is, is good ad- a good a good addition to the charity bet. Um, having watched Bielefeld, again, because they're, they're generally on the BT Sport uh, Bundesliga shows, I mean, they've, they've only taken 10 points from the last 14 games. Uh, Hertha aren't fantastically better than that but I think they're a better team and they'll get a result here This game's at 5pm on Sunday uh, so it'll be, it'll be live on BT Sport yeah. and, and it'll probably be the I think you've had a couple of Sunday games Gordon I don't yeah. know if you're it will round your it picks off. are from Sunday this might be the last game to round everything off so uh, hopefully the other two charity picks are in um, yeah. and we're just waiting on this one Yes, I, I expect the Shuko Arena will see uh, Hertha become victorious. I love the flash <laughs> score. Includes the stadium names. It's nice. So that's the picks. Um, Andy Fantasy. I just realised the hypocrisy of me slagging Sheffield United just sticking with the same team and manager without doing anything and I've not logged into my fantasy football since the third week. I, I won my first three games and I've not won since. Did you? Yeah, I started off really well. strongly. And I was the like, top I two, the top two took losses this week. Myself and Jason Stott both took a loss. I had, uh, if Leeds have a disaster, I have a disaster. That's that's, ba- that's basically <laughs> the way that this 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 fantasy league works. Um, but I'm still top of the table. Uh, Jason Stott is, is joint top thirty six points. Then Michael Stokes, uh, Ben Grant, and Andrew Sweeney, um, thirty one and thirty points respectively. So it's it's getting tight. Um, I've got an interesting matchup this week. It's a, it's a strange game week, both in the draft league and the salary cap league, because um, there's not a full card going. Catch up. It's, yeah. So uh, there'll be there'll be players in there, and 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 it's different in the in the main game. You can play a free hit to bring in a new squad. You can use one of your chips. You can transfer guys in, and you know 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 that you can pick them up again later. In the draft league, if you transfer someone out your team. Some other bastard will pick him up instantly, and that's that's it gone. 
So you, so you don't really have that. You've just got to sort of these weird game weeks. You've just got to hope that, that you know luck falls in your favor. Um, I'm playing Gordon this week. Oh yeah, and I know I know I have at least four four players out. Like yeah. my starting eleven will be a starting <laughs> seven this week. Mine's I've got uh, I've got five players going who have got arguably we mean Andy compared this arguably better matchups this week when it you've comes got to much better matchups. Yeah. All, my, mean, all my games are horrible. Mean <laughs> Uh, it's going to be low scoring and it's going to be a bit wild. And then we have a double game week next week um, where we have the same problem, but in reverse. So all, all very, all very interesting on, on the fantasy front. In the overall league, uh, Chris Jones, I think, still leads the way in the, ha- the ham fighters, um, vying to win everyone in the, in the trample bet listenerships fivers. Um, and, he looks on co- and he looks on course to do so. Uh, we're shit in that league. I think I moved up a place. I think I'm up to 21st, but you guys are definitely. I'm below. 26th currently, but climbing. Um, oh. All our fantasy stuff happens. Oh, do you know what? I got so excited because um, I listened to On the Radar Fantasy Baseball podcast today from The Athletic. It's the first one for ages. Um, ramping back up to who knows if the baseball season will start in April, but they're pushing out content already. Uh, I can't. I cannot wait for fantasy baseball season. But if you want to get involved in our fantasy contest, join the Facebook group. Yep. Uh, search Facebook for Trampled Bet Podcast. Um, sign up. Join the group there. There's all sorts of good stuff. I've already mentioned Freddie Quinn had a, a few good bets. He's been on a roll. He's been posting them in there. Michael Stokes posts rugby shouts all the time in there. They're always top quality. Um, and there's various bits and bobs across a multitude of different sports. And obviously, the three of us are pretty active on there as well. Yeah. Patreon, John. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet. It's £5 a month, loads of extra content. We'll have a UFC episode up. You'll get the video content for this. Our weekly picks, which Andy puts together, you also got a cheat sheet, which is fantastic. And I even use it to refer to the picks because I'm not opening up my laptop to find our really high tech Excel spreadsheet of picks. Um, it's really good. All that for £5. Once sport ramps up, we'll do more episodes, midweek episodes when European football starts back. It's very worthwhile. It's really good value. We we are. I'm a subscriber of a lot of Patreon, so I know that people put out a lot of stuff for a lot more money. But I think our value is absolutely bang on yeah. for our content, for our picks, for the stuff we get from listeners as well. See, just the access to all. It's just really, really good value. Five pound a month. We understand that not everyone can afford it, but we do think that we give good content out for that five pound a month. So if you can join, please help us out www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet we'd really appreciate your support I mean I'll just raise one last thing £49,526 is what you can win if all our picks come in this week so for the cheat sheet for your fiver that's a pretty good investment considering they're all coming in 49000 so close to 50 grand yeah just a cool cool 50 G's so I've I've taken them all and that includes Stranraar's random 17 to 10 price boost that they've got from oh let's hope, let's hope we're 11 out of 11 rolling into Hertha Berlin on Sunday oh, at 5pm Christ BT Sport and, so Biele, and Bielefeld so have the, taken the lead <laughs> no what's, what, what, what's the final game in your 50 grand cooping guys well is Gordon's charity shout <laughs> oh that bodes well confident <laughs> hope for some snow is that what you're looking for? <laughs> hey, postpone games. Don't hey, don't, don't turn your nose up at them. They can uh, be very useful. So yeah, so that's the that's 
I'm looking forward to it this week. Another strong performance. Thanks very much for listening. That was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.